Hey everybody, Tim here with a brand new episode of the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Challenge. And today, we have the regional championship for my quadrant of the bracket. The winner of today will go on to face the winner of Chris Ligori's region. Uh, these two are no slouches, so let's get right into it by meeting today's contestants. First, normally coming at us from Jacksonville, Florida, it's Jonathan Oaks. Jonathan, how you doing? What you drinking? And tell us a little about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm in New York City. Uh, yeah, I'm on a vacation right ahead of SparkleCon, and I am drinking a Gatorade Zero, soon-to-be Fruit Punch Gatorade, not Zero, and eating Subway because I was going to be late and rush my way over here. So I'm a hot mess right now, uh, but I represent the Oaks Media Group and Trivial Warfare and all that stuff. And um, I'm excited to be this far along in the tournament. I uh, didn't expect to be here, so it's pretty cool. Well, we are glad to have you on and taking on Jonathan. I'm so excited. It's Drew Kroniski from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Drew, how you doing? What you drinking? Nailed that pronunciation. Uh, I'm good. Uh, normally we do this in the evening, so this will be first fully sober recording of this. So we'll see how it goes. Mm. I'm ju just drinking a, a nice glass of water. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. Glad to be here as well. well we are glad to have both of you on uh, we have reached the regional finals which means the two of you have taken down some powerhouses already Jonathan took down Chris Eve in the opening round and Jay Borsum in round two uh, Drew started with a takedown of Brandon Reese and then took down Alex Jacob to reach this round um, you guys know how this game works but for the listeners here's how this is going to go we're going to have our warm-up round which is going to consist of five questions each each question is worth one point and is a simple yes or no question there's no punishment in this round for answering incorrectly we'll then move to our main round the hot seat challenge we'll ping pong back and forth between our guests for 30 minutes answering as many questions correctly as you can each player will receive the same number of questions worth one point each uh so if one if time runs out while one player has received an extra question we will ask an additional question to even it out uh the, once again there's no punishment in this round for answering incorrectly finally we'll move to our wager round where the contestants will spread out as many of their points as they wish across three categories they can wager any number of their points but they cannot exceed their points entering the round uh this is the only round in which a contestant can lose points for an incorrect answer um and then after we have the three questions, we'll have our winner who will move on to the semifinals and take on the winner of Chris's region. Um, do we have any questions before we get started? Nope. No, Sounds sir. Good. All right. So the randomizer did select Jonathan to go first. In our uh, our warm up round today is I'm going to give you the name of an actor. You tell me whether or not he has won the best outstanding actor or lead actor in a comedy series, uh, whether they uh, have won the primetime Emmy for outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're talking television lead actor and comedy and whether they've won or not. So our first actor going to Jonathan is John Ritter. John Ritter. So Three's Company and Eight Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter, Emmy. I'm going to say yes. 
John Ritter did win an Outstanding Actor for Three's Company. He was nominated posthumously for Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter, but he didn't win for that. But he did win once. So one point to Jonathan. Uh, Drew, you have Kelsey Grammer. He has to have won. I'll say yes. He definitely did win two Emmys for the lead actor. Jonathan, you get Steve Martin. No. Once again, you are correct. Steve Martin was nominated recently for uh, Only Murders in the Building, but he did not win. Oh, wow. Drew, you get Charlie Sheen. Hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah, that could go either way. I'll say yes. Uh, so Charlie Sheen was nominated four times, but uh, he did not win. Checks. Uh, Jonathan, you get Jim Parson. Or Jim Parsons, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say yes for sure. Jim Parsons did win four times for Sheldon Cooper on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, when they when they create a spinoff of your character being a kid, you know you had something, so that's going to be a yes. Drew, you get Steve Carell. Mm, Steve Carell. I'm not sure. I'm going to say no. Steve Carell was nominated six times for Michael Scott, but he did not win. Cool. That's crazy. Wow. Good job. Yeah. One, one, one of the big shockers there six times and he never yeah. won. Uh, Jonathan, you get Zach Braff. I don't think Scrubs was really appreciated as a serious comedy, which is a weird thing to say. I'm going to say no. You are correct. Zach Braff was nominated just one time, but he did not win. Uh, Drew, you get Tony Shalhoub. Yes. He did win three times uh, for Monk. Uh, Jonathan, you get Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais was the office, the original office, and I think that was British, which... I can't think of another show that he would have done in the U.S. that would qualify him, so I'm going to say no. Well, actually, Ricky Gervais did win in mm. uh, something like 2008. I don't remember the name of the show for extras. Oh, I just don't know the show then. Okay. It's yeah. funny. Cool. No. Uh, so, so, yeah, Steve Carell didn't win anything, but Ricky Gervais did. Uh, mm -hmm. And wrapping it up, Drew, you get Matt LeBlanc. Mm. I would... Hmm. I'll say I don't know I'll say yes well actually he was nominated seven times <laughs> um, he was nominated th uh, three times for Friends as Joey for lead which is surprising to me because I never considered him a lead actor and he was nominated four times for his other show uh, episodes but he never won for outstanding lead actor. All right. So we are through our warm up round. And after that warm up round, Jonathan has a lead with four to Drew's three. Uh, do we, uh, we're going to take a quick ad break and then dive into the hot seat round. Do you know this laugh? <laughs> oh, yeah, Genesis, day of fun! <laughs> I guarantee you remember where you were when you first heard this phrase. And I know that you know the dulcet tones of this man. Dear God, there's my rosemary bread. And if you knew all three of those, I guarantee you love this song. 
If you can't tell by now, the month of September on the Boozy Bracketology podcast is going to be dedicated to those classic 90s sitcoms. Every single person has had their life shaped in one way or another by these amazing shows, and we are going to argue it out for your entertainment. What is the best 90s sitcom? Heavy hitters like Frasier, Friends, Seinfeld, The Drew Carey Show, and so much more are on the bracket, and we are going to be making the tough decisions. You can find the Boozy Bracketology Podcast anywhere you get podcasts. We hope you enjoy the show, and we will see you in September. Now that we've heard that ad, are we ready for the hot seat? Yes. Sure. So the timer is going to begin as soon as I finish reading the first question, which will go to Jonathan. Jonathan, what number did Derek Jeter wear on his New York Yankees jersey? Oh, man, do I hate the Yankees. Mm, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that. I think I think it's the number eight. I'm going to say eight. Derek Jeter actually wore the number two. God damn it. Drew. What, a, what a terrible question to miss to start. Oh. Drew, Sriracha Hot Sauce features what animal in its logo, the Chinese zodiac sign of its creator, David Tran? A rooster. It is a rooster. Jonathan, which, du- which Dutch artist, known as the Devil's Painter, shares his name with a detective in Michael Connolly's crime series? Did you read it again? Yep. Which Dutch artist, known as the Devil's Painter shares his name with a detective in Michael Connolly's crime series. The Devil's Painter? Why would they call him that? Mm, I don't know the crime series. Uh, shares a first name and last name, or just a last name? Uh, or just it a first just name? says his name. I, I believe it's both, but don't quote me. Um, I'm in between Van Gogh, Rembrandt, and Vermeer. And I'm just going to guess Van Gogh. Uh, the answer we were looking for there was Hieronymus Bosch. Mm, that's the show. Okay. Yep. Whoa, man, I'm doing terrible. Good start. All right. Drew, future sitcom stars Kristen Davis, Courtney Cox, and Deborah Messing all played the title character's girlfriend on what classic 90s sitcom? Uh, Kristen, what was it? Kristen Davis, Courtney Cox, and Deborah De- Messing. That's correct. Boy, seems like something I ought to know, but it's not jumping into my head. Title character? Yep. Seinfeld. Seinfeld is a correct answer. Jonathan, following China, India, and the United States, what country has the world's fourth largest population? Following China, India, and the United States. I honestly don't know. I'm torn between answering something like Brazil because it's very large and has some very populous cities, but there's so much of it that's that's not inhabitable. Um, or something like Southeast Asian, like Indonesia, where people are just packed in there. Or something, uh, something African too. Shazbat. I'm going to guess the wrong answer of the. Indonesia. Indonesia is a correct answer. You are kidding me. <laughs> oh, my God. Indonesia is the correct answer. 
Drew, <laughs> Drew, which U.S. president's body was exhumed 140 years after his death to test for foul play because his biographer suspected arsenic poisoning? Um, William Henry Harrison. Sorry, we were looking for Zachary Tyler. Taylor. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> sure. Uh, Jonathan, good guess, on, which, really good on guess. which island oh. was Portuguese soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo born? Malta, Madeira, or Mallorca? Mm, okay, well, I don't know, so I'm glad you gave me the multiple choice. Malta, Madeira, or Mallorca? I will guess Madeira. Madeira is a correct answer. <sighs> Drew, British scientist Kathleen Drew Baker made a discovery that revoli revolutionized nori farming in which country? Uh, I would assume Japan. Japan is a correct answer. And after five minutes, we have a tie at six points apiece. Jonathan, how many years after the Civil War did World War II end? After the end of the Civil War or the beginning That's of the Civil correct. War? After the end. Okay. Uh, Civil War ended in 1965, so that's 35 years to the turn of the century. World War II, you said? Correct. Uh, 1945, so that's 45 years. 45 plus 35, uh, what's that? 80, 80 years. 80 is a correct answer, despite you saying that the Civil War ended in 1965. <laughs> <laughs> All centuries start with a 19, don't you know that? <laughs> Drew, Just for Men is a leading drugstore brand of what product? Uh, it's like a hair thing, hair loss preventative, <laughs> hair re restorer. It's actually hair color. Oh, color, shoot. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's Jonathan, right. which president's 1809 journal entries were pithy enough to be tweeted by the the Massachusetts Historical Society 200 years later? Are we saying the person was president in 1809 or just a person who would become president at some point? It just says that his journal entries were from 1809. Okay. Pithy enough. Well, um, Washington was from 93 to 01. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, we were actually looking for John Quincy Adams. Oh, so this was way before he was president then. Okay. And Massachusetts, so. Oh, fuck. I hate you, Jim. <laughs> Drew, what color jersey is awarded to the race leader in the Tour de France? Yellow. Yellow is a correct answer. Jonathan, the word alligator is derived from the Spanish term el lagarto, meaning what? Can you spell el lagarto? Sure. E-L space L-A-G-A-R-T-O. Um, river log. Uh, actually, it translates to the lizard. <laughs> okay. Drew, inspired by the Scottish flag, the hero of the movie Braveheart wears what color paint? Blue. Blue is a correct answer. Jonathan, in a nod to his job, New York's Port Authority bus station features an eight-foot-tall statue of what classic TV character? Ralph Cramden. Ralph Cramden is a correct answer. I walked by that statue two days ago. I was going to say, I bet <laughs> it's nearby. I'm not joking. I walked by, I'm walking down the street going to, going to MoMA, and I'm like, what's a big freaking statue of Ralph Cramden? I wonder why that's there. <laughs> Drew, what is the distance of the running portion in an Olympic triathlon? Ah, shoot. Um, 10 miles. Uh, if you had chosen a different 
10 kilometers. It's 6.2 <laughs> oh, miles no. and 10 kilometers. That makes sense. Yeah. Jonathan, another uh, New York question. Which NYC oasis was the site of a big discovery in 2002? A tiny centipede that became its first new species discovered in a century. Central Park? Central Park is the correct answer. Drew, That's where I was about to go before I came back to record this show. I was literally going to get in a car and go to Central Park. Drew, what breed of dog was Buddy widely considered to have been the first seeing eye dog to enter service in the U.S.? No idea. German Shepherd. German Shepherd's the correct answer. Oh. Should be, yeah. Jonathan, in 2007, what singer revealed that Caroline Kennedy was the inspiration for his one of his 1969 hit songs? Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond is a correct answer. Drew, fought over for decades, what Mediterranean island speaks Greek in its southern half and Turkish up north? Crete. Uh, we were actually looking for Cyprus. Oh, uh, yeah. Jonathan, which university's Bodleian Library houses a spellbound manuscript in Deborah Harkness's bestseller, A Discovery of Witches? Could you... Read that again and spell Bodleian. Sure. Which university's Bodleian Library, B-O-D-L-E-I-A-N, houses a spellbound manuscript in Deborah Harkness's bestseller, A Discovery of Witches? I'm going to make up a university and say the University of Salem. It's actually a real-life university. It's Oxford. Okay. Drew, which pen name did J.K. Rowling use when she wrote Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? It's like, uh, I've heard this. Is that like Robert Galbraith or something? No, that's the uh, pen name she used for other books. She oh, okay. wrote those under the pen name of Newt Scamander. <laughs> oh, that's, I got, oh, God. Jonathan, yeah, Rob, dude. <laughs> Jonathan, the famous unsolved murder of actress Elizabeth Short inspired what 1987 James Elroy novel? The Black Swan. You were close. It was The Black Dahlia. Oh, God. 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 My brain sucks. Ah! Uh, this is what happens when we play trivia without alcohol. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Drew, the Roman Catholic nun Mother Teresa is recognized for her missionary work with the poor in which Indian city? Calcutta. Calcutta is a correct answer. Jonathan, what rapper's song Dear Mama was officially preserved in the U.S. Library of Congress in 2010? Tupac. Tupac's a correct answer. Drew. You didn't know I liked Tupac, did you? <laughs> I didn't. Drew, someone who compliments you by saying they like quote, the cut of your jib is using a phrase borrowed from what field? Sailing. We are looking for sailing. Jonathan, each May, what European country observes National Windmill and Pumping Station Day? Um, the, the Netherlands? The Netherlands. You almost talked yourself out of it. I really did. <laughs> Drew, which fast-talking electronic toy introduced by Hasbro in the 90s demands that you twist it, pull it, or pass it? Bop it. Bop it is a correct answer. Jonathan, prior to statehood in 1820, Maine was a part of what state? Mm, well, Maine touches two states. It touches Vermont and it touches New Hampshire. Oh, actually, I don't think it does. Which one is on the right? I'm going... I'm going to say... New Hampshire. 
We were actually looking for Massachusetts. When? It was, it was considered part of Massachusetts prior to its own statehood. Okay. Drew, the famous 80s quote, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, referred to a wall in what country? Germany. Germany is a correct answer. Jonathan, derived from a Spanish term for a newborn animal. A cria is used to refer to a baby what? Llama. Llama is a correct answer. And after the halfway point, we are still tied. Jonathan and Drew both have 13 points. Okay. Drew, in the 1880s, P.T. Barnum led 21 elephants over which bridge to prove it was stable? Hmm, the Brooklyn Bridge. It was the Brooklyn Bridge. Jonathan, which kind of nerves in the human body are called cervical, thoracic, lumbar, sacral, and coccygeal? I can't pronounce that word. Uh, but what kind um, of nerves in the human body are called cervical, thoracic, lumbar, sacral, and Cockageal. Are you looking for like spinal nerves? I am looking for spinal nerves. Okay. Drew, which sports apparel and accessories manufacturer shares its name with the Greek goddess of victory? Nike. That is a correct answer. Jonathan, what is wrapped around the candle and the logo of Amnesty International? A ribbon. Uh, we were looking for barbed wire. Okay. Yeah. Drew, a so-called green card marriage is a union in which one partner is and one partner isn't typically what? A citizen of the country. U.S. citizen. Uh, Jonathan, what pop singer's videos feature professional motocross racer Carrie Hart, her husband since 2006? Pink. Pink is a correct answer. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Drew, which nation seeking political movement was born in the late 19th century in a response to increasing European anti-Semitism? Can you read the first part? What, what do you say? Nation seeking political movement? What, na what nation seeking political movement was born in the late 19th century in response to increasing European anti-Semitism? Um, Zionism? Zionism is a correct answer. Good job. Jonathan, in 1898, Swiss businessman Caesar Ritz established a now famous what in Paris? Uh, read it again. In 1898, Swiss businessman Caesar Ritz established a now famous what in Paris? I was all ready to say cracker, but I'm going to guess hotel. <laughs> well, I'm glad you switched because it is hotel. Drew. Hollywood's star-studded Walk of Fame is centered at the famous intersection of Hollywood Boulevard and what? Is that Hollywood and Vine? It is Hollywood and Vine. Jonathan, where on your body would you find the perlicue? P-U-R-L-I-C-U-E. Is it the hand, foot, or mouth? Well, one of these kids is doing his own thing. I guess I'm going to guess mouth. It's actually the hand. Okay. Drew, which of the following actors was not born in Kentucky? Johnny Depp? George Clooney or Jennifer Garner? I don't know where any of those people were born off the top of my head, so I'll just say George Clooney. Actually, it was Jennifer Garner. Okay. Jonathan, known for its distinctive bottle that resembles a friar, Frangelico is an Italian liqueur with what flavor? I really was hoping you were going to ask me to name it because I knew the name of it. Um, it's a liqueur, not a liquor. Is it Amaretto? 
It's actually hazelnut. Okay. Drew, roughly 35 million men in the U.S. suffer from androgenetic alopecia, also known as male pattern what? Baldness. Baldness is a correct answer. Getting all the hair related, the men's hair. (laughs) Well, you could lead a horse to water on that question. (laughs) Male pattern what? (laughs) Right. Jonathan. Which unlikely phrase describes the creepy feeling we might get when we see a robot that looks just a little too human? Uh, it's the Uncanny Valley. That is the Uncanny Valley. Drew, which three countries are part of the largest free trade region in the world, created when NAFTA went into effect on January 1st, 1994? Assume it's Canada, U.S., and Mexico? That would be correct. Jonathan, the industrial chemical bisphenol A is more commonly known by its acronym, which is what? What? The industrial chemical bisphenol A. B-I-S-P-H-E-N-O-L. A is more commonly known by its acronym, which is what? A. Industrial chemical. Um... I, um, oh, my brain has gone blank. I can't even think of the things I want to think of. I'm trying to think of like a pesticide kind of thing. Oh, my my mind has gone completely blank. I'm going to say strychnine. Uh, we were looking for the acronym, which is BPA, common on water bottles, I believe. Okay. Not familiar with it anyway. Uh, I, I see a lot of things that are just BPA free. Yeah. So okay. just apparently something bad. That's all I yeah. know about it. <laughs> Drew, how many time zones are there in the world? Uh, <laughs> it feels like a trick, but... 24? 24 is a correct answer. Okay. Jonathan, though he still tours playing the Who classics, what former frontman owns a trout fishery in East Sussex, England? Uh, Daltrey. Daltrey is a correct answer. Drew, by definition, a cooper is a person who makes or repairs what? Barrels. Barrels is a correct answer. Jonathan, what is the maximum number of letters that can appear on a small Neko sweetheart? The little sweetheart candies. I'll give mm. you within one either way. Mm-hmm. I think they can go to two two rows. I'm going to say something like ten. That is within one either way. The answer is nine. God bless it. Nice. Uh, I'm like I'm like okay. B mine is across horizontally. If you put something <laughs> under there, how many how much space could it take? Drew, what candy was used to lure ET in the classic Spielberg film? Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces is a correct answer. <laughs> Jonathan, made by heating natural clays, burnt umber is a shade of what color? Red, like a reddish. Correct? We were actually looking for brown. Okay. Drew, among her many achievements, who was the first player to make a slam dunk in a WNBA game? I can uh, name virtually none of them, so I'll say Lisa Leslie. Well, that is a correct answer. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Jonathan, in which 80s classic does Matthew Broderick tell us, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Um... Oh, wow. My brain has really gone dead. It's completely shut off. It's the one set in Chicago with with his friend and the Ferrari, and I don't know the name of it right now because my brain has stopped working. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. There it is. Oh, God. 
The logo of the Shell Oil Company is a stylized image of what kind of shell? Mm. I can picture it. What is that called, I wonder? A, huh, it looks like a scallop shell, kind of. I'll say scallop. It is a scallop. Oh. Wow. Good job. Thanks. Jonathan. You're killing it. Which trio of letters sponsored the first episode of Sesame Street on November 10th, 1969? Was it A, F, and T, W, S, and E, or U, M, and G? I thought it was going to be like ABC or CBS or something or PBS. Okay, what were the what were the choices again? A, F, T, W, S, E, or U, M, G. I'll guess the first set. Uh, unfortunately, it was the second set. W, S, and E. Drew, most wasabi consumed is not real wasabi. It's usually just colored what? Horseradish. Horseradish is a correct answer. Jonathan, founded in 1963, the letters in the national drugstore CVS stand for what? Why do I keep getting letter questions? God damn it. CVS? You get, all, uh, you get all the letter questions and all the Spanish animal questions. God, my, what the hell's going on today? Um, it, it stands for what? Yeah, that's, convenience what, that's what I want you to store? tell me. Convenience store? No, it's uh, corrective vaccine salves. What? Seriously? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drew, the political website HuffingtonPost.com was founded in 2005 by a writer with what first name? Ariana. Ariana. Jonathan, familiar to viewers of Fox football broadcasts, the computer animated mascot Cletus is a what? A um, android robot kind of thing. Robot is a correct answer. Drew, two minutes left to go. Jonathan is down 21 to Drew's 27, but still a lot of time left here. Uh, Drew, how many months did Conan O'Brien host The Tonight Show for? Was it three, seven, or nine? Um, it wasn't long. I'll say three. It was actually seven. Ah. Drew, what, or sorry, Jonathan, what anti-slavery work of fiction is often credited with encouraging the abolition movement that sparked the Civil War? Uncle Tom's Cabin. Uncle Tom's Cabin. Drew, what prolific romance writer uses the pseudonym J.D. Robb to write police thrillers set in a futuristic New York City? Danielle Steele. Nora Roberts. Ah. Jonathan, in the iconic, w uh, the iconic World War II poster, We Can Do It, Rosie the Riveter is depicted doing what? Flexing? Flexing her biceps. Yeah. Drew, in one of 2010's biggest viral videos, a hiker laughs and cries for three minutes at the sight of what? A double rainbow. That's starting to look like a triple rainbow. Jonathan, which of Shakespeare's plays is the longest? Hamlet. Hamlet's a correct answer. Drew, which U.S. state has the longest coastline? Hmm. You need to ask if it's freshwater or saltwater, because it's two different answers. Uh, it just says coastline. Okay, they probably want saltwater. I'll I say believe it's total. Florida. It's actually Alaska. And that oh. brings us, that, that is an even number of questions and time is up. So after our hot seat round, Drew has 28. Jonathan mounted a little bit of a comeback there in the last two minutes with 24. 
It's still anybody's game as we enter the wager round. So here's how this is going to work. Jonathan, you have 24 points. Drew, you have 28. You can divide those as you see fit, wagering anything from none to all of your points uh, in any combination you want on these three categories. Your categories tonight are geographic science, history, and sports. Go ahead and place your wagers based on those three categories. While our contestants are doing that, I'll take this chance to tell you to follow us on all social media at Pub Trivia Experience on Instagram. We're at Pub Trivia Pod on Twitter. You can join our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. You can also support us at patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. Any support you give goes right back to making this a great experience for all. If you can't, we understand times are tough, but we appreciate every dollar you give in support. You could also join the live conversation happening in our Discord channel. Head to ptebb.com slash Discord to get in on that. How are we doing with our wagers? Yeah, I know what I'm going to do. All right. And Drew? Yep. All right. So our first question in the category of geographic science, and I will read all three questions and give you guys the time to work on them as you see fit. So you don't need to log oh, in on each up. individual. In the category of geographic science, on April 12th, 1934, the observatory on top of what peak in New England recorded a wind speed of 231 miles per hour? This is still the record for the highest wind speed ever recorded that is not associated with a tornado or tropical cyclone. In the category of history, in 1448, the Venetian Senate declared that due to concerns over outbreaks of the plague, Ships arriving in the city would have to sit at anchor for how long before being allowed to dock? And in sports. In 2019, what mascot, who made their debut in 1952, became the primary sponsor of the Sun Bowl, a college football game played in the great state of Texas? Strangely, it's not the type of bowl usually associated with this character. I'm laughing at the the potential marijuana connotations of the type of bowl associated with this character. <laughs> it's Stony, the mascot. <laughs> Blunty. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm locked in. I'm good, I, I guess. Okay. As good as I'm going to get. I am not yet. Okay. Well, it is what it is. I'm, I'm locked in. All right. Both of our contestants are locked in. Uh, so let's review here. In the category of geographic science, on April 12, 1934, the observatory on top of what peak in New England recorded a wind speed of 231 miles per hour? This is still the record for the highest wind speed ever recorded that is not associated with a tornado or tropical cyclone. Jonathan, what did you have there? Uh, I gave no answer. No answer from Jonathan. Drew? Yeah, I couldn't think of a single New England peak, which is really embarrassing. I I was thinking there was maybe something like Granite Mountain in New Hampshire. We were talking about New Hampshire before. So I guess Granite Mountain. <laughs> All right. Drew locks in with Granite Mountain. In the category of history, in 1448, the Venetian Senate declared that due to concerns over outbreaks of the plague, ships arriving in the city would have to sit at anchor for how long before being allowed to dock? Drew, what did you have? I said 40 days. And Jonathan? I said two weeks. All right. And in the category of sports. Oh, I should go back here. Uh, Jonathan, what did you wager on geographic science? Nothing. Drew? 
Same here. It sounded scary, so I bet nothing. All right. And on history, Jonathan? 24. And Drew? I bet 21. And in the category of sports, in 2019, what mascot who made their debut in 1952 became the sponsor of the Sun Sun Bowl in a college football game played in the great state of Texas? Strangely, it is not the type of bowl usually associated with this character. Jonathan, what did you lock in with? I had absolutely no idea, so I guessed the San Diego chicken. And for how many points? Uh, Zero. Zero. You have nothing left. And Drew? I also don't didn't know. I felt like this was one I should be able to puzzle out, but it wasn't coming to me. So I guessed um, Bevo, the name of the Longhorns cow. <laughs> and for how many points? Zero on Bevo. Zero. So let's go back and look at this. Uh, we'll start with the geographic science. The mountain in New England that registered a wind speed of 231 miles. That was actually the observatory at Mount Washington. Mm. Mount Washington. Okay. It's the uh, highest ever recorded speed not associated with a tornado or tropical cyclone. Uh, is that let's, is that in New Hampshire, Mount Washington, or? Uh, I believe it's either in New Hampshire or Vermont. Um, it's check in, in that area. I'll check into it later. <laughs> in the sports category, since we had no wagers there, in 2019, the mascot from 1952 who became the sponsor of the Sun Bowl. Um, there were a couple of clues there, uh, the type, uh, a type of bowl and the great state of Texas. It's the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. What do you know? Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but uh, we only put wagers on the history question. In 1448, the Venetian Senate declared that due to concerns over outbreaks of the plague, ships arriving in the city would have to sit at anchor for how long before being allowed to dock? Jonathan locked in with two weeks. Drew locked in with 40 days. This is where we get the term quarantine from. It's 40 days. 40 days. Wow. Great job, Drew. Thank you. So you had me locked out even if I got it right. That's I, good. Bet I, I bet I heard it on your podcast or some, some trivia podcast. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I would have yeah. probably pulled it if you had. Some this, trivia this, podcast taught me that quarantine fact, and I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, yeah this, that's cool. This is the origin of the quarantine. So, wow. That means that by a score of 49 to 0, Drew Kraniski gets to move on to the regional or the semifinals to take on the winner of Chris's bracket. Good job, dude. That's really really well played. You were you were great today. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. You before, too. Before we go, though, I want to give each of you a chance to plug anything you would like. We'll start with today's runner-up, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, so I run the Oaks Media Group, and if you like trivia, you probably uh, should give Trivial Warfare a try. If you like other types of game shows, things that are blank, foreplay, and uh, that's that's foreplay, F-O-U-R-P-L-A-Y, and um, Trivial Warfare Blitz all might be right up your alley. So give them a try as well. And today's champion, who will go on to face Chris's champion in the semifinals, it's Drew Kroniski. You nailed it again. Um, yeah, first off, uh, have a good rest of your trip, Jonathan. Enjoy New York. Um, are, you, are you coming to Washington for SporkleCon? I'm not. I've never been to it, but I would like to at some point. Not this year, but in the future. But uh, Absolutely. It sounds like a good time. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, 
go behold the Ralph Cramden statue. Enjoy that. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. This was super fun. I'm excited to uh, move on to the next thing. Again, got really lucky with wagering. And my strategy has been just put everything into one, whatever category I feel best about. And this time there was, no, there was no pop culture category. So I had to, to hope history worked out. So anyway, it was fun. Thanks again. Well, oh, and, oh, sorry. Unplugging. I, I do Drew's Clues trivia. And uh, if you're in Pittsburgh, come see me. I do a couple in-person ones, do occasional online stuff. But um, yeah, come come say hi if you happen to be listening from Pittsburgh. And that ends today's matchup in the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Tournament. Join us next time for more exciting trivia action. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I've been Tim. I've been Jonathan. And I've been Drew. Have a good night.